All right, greetings to one and all. Today it's going to be short but somewhat controversial. Uh, I want to talk to you a little bit about faith, and particularly about the phrase, the just shall live by faith, and how we're to understand it. And, uh, and my thesis is that the Protestant, the regular traditional Protestant understanding of faith confined to belief only is, uh, is deficient. It's kind of one-dimensional, and it needs to be deepened according to scriptures. Okay, here's the thing. You know, the just shall live by faith, this battle cry of reformation, is the phrase uh, which occurs in Pauline epistles in the book of Romans, Galatians. And if you consider Hebrews to be written by Paul, as I do, at least I have no reasons to doubt that, that Paul was the author of it. But uh, in either case, we have, uh, you know, this recurring uh, motif, the just shall live by faith. And, and, uh, and again, as I said, in Romans, first chapter, and Galatians, chapter 3, and, and in Hebrews, chapter 10. Now, in Hebrews, we're covering in our little church this epistle, the latter epistle of Hebrews. It's somewhat closely, and so I'm, I'm having to preach through it, and, and so on. Uh, the book of Hebrews presents a little different angle to, to the faith, uh, what it means, and so on. And, of course, the, the phrase, the just shall live by faith, is a quotation uh, of Habakkuk 2.4. And if you go back to Habakkuk uh, 2.4, and if you read that, that verse, it says, Behold, his soul which is lifted up is not upright in him, but the just shall live by his faith. This is according to King James Bible. Now, different translations may render it somewhat differently. And the Septuagint uh, will even uh, put the latter part of the verse as by my faith. So the righteous one, the just and righteous is the same thing. Uh, so the, the, the just or the, the righteous one shall live by my faith. And some translations have by my righteous one shall live by his faith faith. And and there are messianic connotations. I mean, think about it. He is, the Christ is the true righteous one. You know, centrally uh, speaking, uh, in, realistically speaking, there's only one true righteous one. The righteous one, Christ, he is the righteous one, shall live by his faith. Now, I want to draw your attention to this thing. And don't take my word for it. Don't believe me because just because of what I, what I say, especially since I'm I'm saying I may be saying something controversial. If you go back back to Habakkuk, uh, to Habakkuk two four, and if you have the software, you know the sword or some other. I mean, there are tools. So you use Strong's Concordance, and you check out the word which is translated as faith in Habakkuk 2.4. And it's an interesting thing that both in the, in the Masoretic, in the Hebrew text, the word that's been translated as faith, uh, and in the Greek translation commonly called Septuagint or Alexix, pistis, that the word faith, or the original both Hebrew and, and, and Greek, as they occur in the Old Testament, uh, have very little to do with believing the propositions. 
Now, I'm a propositional guy. But that word, the original word, which has been translated as faith in Habakkuk 2.4, and that's the verse that Paul quotes three times in the New Testament, uh, it uh, represents the idea of firmness, steadfastness, fidelity, and such things as, as that. So it's basically a steadfast faithfulness. And if you look up the how how the, the this word uh, emuna I believe however it's pronounced the Hebrew word that's been translated as faith in Habakkuk two four it's it's fidelity it's truthfulness it's steadfastness all throughout the same thing with the Greek word pistis now pistis Greek uh, word pistis which is translated as faith in the New Testament. Uh, uh, it is used also in the Old Testament. And it, it also has the connotation of fidelity, of faithfulness. Now, what, I, what I'm saying is that our definitions of faith must be scriptural throughout. We cannot dis- discard the Old Testament witness, especially knowing that the apostles who went around preaching the word of God, proclaiming Christ, they used the Old Testament scriptures. And many times they would use just the Septuagint, the Greek translation. So our understanding of Pistis faith must be informed also by what the Old Testament uh, speaks, informs, of, uh, informs us about faith, what it means and what it is in nature. So what am I saying here? Am I raising a uh, tempest? Am I trying to peddle some new perspectives on Paul or federal visionism that you're saved by your faithfulness? No, 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 absolutely not. What I am saying, though, is that when you read the book of Romans, in the very first chapter, when Paul starts to present the gospel, and he says that in this gospel of Christ, verse 16 of chapter six, uh, 1 of Romans, he says, For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. That if our understanding is informed by the Old Testament usage, by how it's given in Habakkuk in the first place, both in Hebrew and Greek, and how the word was used throughout, then you can begin to understand that this enigmatic phrase, from faith to faith, actually means that in the gospel, God's righteousness is manifested from faith, from the faith of God, his faithfulness, as Romans 3, 3, it uses the same construct, the faith of faith of God, of faithfulness of God. Greek is just Pistis, both for faithfulness and faith, from God's faithfulness to the faithfulness of the righteous one who lived and died, laid down his life by his faith. Through his faithfulness or faith, through his steadfastness, truthfulness, fidelity, he laid down his life and saved many. And then the Holy Spirit comes and quickens those for whom Christ 
undertook such a great uh, salvation, bore their sins, and all that. He did all that by his faith, this righteous one. And then in the gospel, this faithfulness is presented to us, and by God's given gift of faith, we believe on that righteous one. And we also, the justified ones, those who have been justified through the righteousness of that righteous one, i.e. Christ, will live by faith in him and also by being faithfully holding to that promise. The book of Hebrews is very strong on perseverance of the saints. And sometimes people get uneasy about it. We kind of get, oh boy, you know, this is kind of works and the, the, all this faithfulness business talk about the works of love. No, the book of Hebrews is insistent that we must hold firm the rejoicing or the confidence of the hope that we have. It's not a legal obedience. It's not a legal faithfulness. It's faithfulness to the faith, if you will. Well, what I'm saying is that Our definitions, our understanding of such pithy uh, concepts as faith must be scripturally informed. 